Welcome to Myths, Legends, Folklore, and Tall Tales, the podcast that's hit and myth. I am your host, Lancelot Chaubert, over at lancelot.nyc. All of my readings on all of my podcasts are cold readings. Today's story I have never read before. It's by the Brothers Grimm, and it's called uh, The Frog King, or Iron Henry, in the in the Grimm's Fairy Tales, and the Harvard Classics version of Grimm's. Um, go over to my website, lancelot.nyc, to pr- pick up a free ebook on how myths gave me meaning and saved me uh, from suicide. And it might encourage you, too, to kind of seek out meaning and bliss. Uh, but this is uh, the Brothers Grimm's uh, The Frog King, or Iron Henry. And here goes nothing. In old times, when wishing still helped one, there lived a king whose daughters were all beautiful. But the youngest was so beautiful that the sun itself, which has seen so much, was astonished whenever it shone in her face. Close by the king's castle lay a great dark forest, and under an old lime tree in the forest was a well, and when the day was very warm, the king's child went went out into the forest and sat down by the side of the cool fountain, and when she was dull, she took a golden ball and threw it up high on high and caught it, and this ball was her favorite plaything. Now it so happened that on one occasion the princess's golden ball did not fall into the little hand which she was holding up for it, but onto the ground beyond and rolled straight into the water. The king's daughter followed it with her eyes, but it vanished, and the well was deep, so deep that the bottom could not be seen. On this she began to cry cried louder and louder and could not be comforted and she thus lamented and as she thus lamented someone said to her what ails thee king's daughter thou weepest so that even a stone would show pity she looked round to the side from whence the voice came and saw a frog stretching forth its thick ugly head from the water ah old water splasher is it thou said she i am weeping for my golden ball which has fallen into the well "'Be quiet and do not weep,' answered the frog. "'I can help thee, but what will thou give me "'if I bring thy plaything up again?' "'Whatever thou wilt have, dear frog,' said she, "'my clothes, my pearls, and jewels, "'even the golden crown which I am wearing.' "'The frog answered, "'I do not care for thy clothes, "'thy pearls and jewels, or thy golden crown, "'but if thou wilt love me, and let me be thy companion and playfellow, and sit by thee at thy little table, and eat off thy little golden plate, and drink out of thy little cup, and sleep in thy little bed. If thou wilt promise me this, I will go down below and bring thee thy golden ball up again. Oh, yes, said she, I promise thee all thou wishest, if thou bring me my ball back again. She, however, thought, how silly the frog talks. He lives in the water with the other frogs and croaks, can be no companion to any human being. But the frog, when he had received this promise, put his head into the water and sank down, and in a short time came swimming up again with the ball in his mouth and threw it on the grass. The king's daughter was delighted to see her pretty plaything once more and picked it up and ran away with it. Wait, wait, said the frog, take me with thee. I can't run as thou canst. What did it avail him to scream his croak-croak after her as loudly as he could? She did not listen to it, but ran home and soon forgot the poor frog, who was forced to go back into his well again. The next day, when she had seated herself at table with King and all his courtier, 
uh, sorry, courtiers, courtiers. The word's escaping me. Uh, king in his court and was eating from her little golden plate. Something came creeping, splish, splash, splish, splash up the marble staircase. And when it had got to the top, it knocked at the door and cried, Princess, young princess, open the door for me. She ran to see who was outside, but when she opened the door, there sat the frog in front of it. Then she slammed the door to, in great haste, sat down to dinner again. It was quite frightened. The king saw plainly that her heart was being beating violently, and he said, my, my child, what art thou so afraid of? Is there perchance a giant outside who wants to carry thee away? Ah, uh, no, replied she. It is no giant, but just a disgusting frog. What does the frog want with thee? Uh, dear father, yesterday when I was in the forest sitting by the well playing, my golden ball fell into the water, and because I cried, so the frog brought it again for me, and because he insisted so on it, I promised him he should be my companion, but I never thought he would be able to come out of his water, and now he's outside there and wants to come in to me. In the meantime, it knocked a second time and cried, Princess, young princess, open the door for me. Dost thou not know what thou said to me yesterday by the cool waters of the fountain? Princess, young princess, open the door for me. Then said the king, Thou which thou hast promised, must thou perform. Go and let him in. She went and opened the door, and the frog hopped in and followed her step by step to her chair. There he sat still and cried, Lift me up beside thee. She delayed until at last the king commanded her to do it. When the frog was once on the chair, he wanted to be on the table, and when he was on the table, he said, Now, push thy living golden plate nearer to me, that we may eat together. She did this, but it was easy to see that she did not do it willingly. The frog enjoyed what he ate, but almost every mouthful she took choked her. At length he said, I have eaten, and I am satisfied, and now I am tired. Carry me into thy little room, and make thy little silken bed ready, and we will both lie down and go to sleep. The king's daughter began to cry, for she was afraid of the cold frog, which she did not like to touch, which was now to sleep in her pretty clean little bed. But the king grew angry and said, He who helped thee when thou art in trouble ought not afterwards to be despised by thee. So she took hold of the frog with two fingers. <laughs> Ew. She took hold of the frog with two fingers, carried him upstairs, and put him in a corner. But when she was in bed, he crept to her and said, I am tired. I want to sleep as well as thou. Lift me up, or I will tell thy father. Then she was terribly angry, and took him up, and threw him with all her might against the wall. Now thou wilt be quiet, odious frog, said she. But when he fell down, it was no frog, but a king's son with beautiful kind eyes. He, by her father's will, was now her dear companion and husband. Then he told her how he had been bewitched by a wicked witch, and how no one could have delivered him from the well but herself, and tomorrow they would go together into his kingdom. They went to sleep, and next morning, when the sun awoke them, a carriage came driving up with eight white horses, which had white ostrich feathers on their heads, and were harnessed with golden chains, and behind stood the young king's servant, Faithful Henry. Faithful Henry had been so unhappy when his master changed into a frog that he had caused three iron bands to be laid round his heart, lest it should burst with grief and sadness. The carriage 
was to conduct the young king into his kingdom. Faithful Henry helped them both in, placed himself behind again, and was full of joy because of the deliverance. And when they had been driven a part of the way, the king's son heard a cracking behind him as if something had broken. So he turned around and cried, Henry, the carriage is breaking. No, master, it is not the carriage. It is a band from my heart, which was put there in my great pain when you were a frog and imprisoned in the well. Again and once again while they were on their way, something cracked, and each time the king's son thought the carriage was breaking. But it was only the bands which were springing from the heart of faithful Henry, because his master was set free and was happy. This has been Myths, Legends, Folklore, and Tall Tales, the podcast that's Hit and Myth. Uh, that was The Frog King, or Iron Henry, by the Brothers Grimm. I'm Lancelot Chaubert. Go over to lancelot.nyc uh, to encounter and, and get a free copy of an ebook about how myths gave me meaning and saved me from suicide. Uh, subscribe to this podcast and rate it even if you hate it. Uh, the music for this podcast comes from my forthcoming album, All Who Wonder, which was produced by Robbie Klein.